We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You're listening to The Extra Point Show with Sal Capaccio on WGR Sports Radio 550. Takes the snap, looking left, now back to the right, into the end zone to Diggs for the touchdown! It's a 17-yard touchdown reception! Can you dig it? Allen back to pass, blitz coming, fires to the end zone, wide open to Gabe Davis, the touchdown maker! Makes the handoff to Murray, Allen running out, pump fakes and he's going to waltz into the end zone! All right, that was, of course, Chris Brown on the Buffalo Bills radio network on the call. Monday Night Football. Doesn't that, that music just kind of get you charged up? Doesn't that music just get into your into your stream? And you're like, yes, I can't wait. Let's do it. It does for me. I mean, it takes me back to when I was a kid. Uh, we've talked about this before. Um, you know, even you know, growing up pre-teenager, right? 10, 11, 12 years old, formative years. And then into the teen years, into college. Monday Night Football. Bills actually played the Broncos in a pretty interesting Monday Night Football game. We talked about this last week uh, in 1994. And I went back today, and this morning I was re-watching that open. So Josh, Josh Schmidt, who's producing, says, hey, you know, what do you want to do for the open? You want some Monday Night Football music? I said, yeah. So just so you know, Josh, I was going to ask you to pull highlights from that 94 game. It's on YouTube. I was like, should do that. And I thought, you know what? I'm not going to make you go to work like that. That's a lot of work to do. We didn't coordinate that. I actually saw but the Hank Williams was... open from that game this morning. And I was like, oh, my God. I didn't yes. even realize, like, that's what that was. You know, I just I saw it. And I'm like, oh, maybe yep. it's just the Monday Night Football from that year. And then I realized it's Bill's Broncos. Like, that's crazy. It was 1994. And, you know, what I would tell you is you hope that it's not a parallel to 94 for the Bills. 94 was a year where it was, la- it was the, the year after they'd gone to four Super Bowls. And the Bills are still good, but everybody was like, ah, their time's come. You know, they've, their window's closing. Kind of a lot like this year and, you know, the talking points surrounding the team. So they get to week number four. They're two and one on the year. They play the Broncos on Monday Night Football, and they're wearing those red standing. Okay, so the red helmets with the white standing Buffalo, right? So, and the Broncos are wearing like these weird orange helmets. It was a total throwback game. I did not care for the helmets the Bills wore, but anyway. So if you notice, I don't know if you did, Josh. I know you got the you saw the Hank Williams open. Right before that, if you go and, and search for that game, right before that, it's Frank Gifford introducing the game, and he's talking about Jim Kelly knows this, and he has a quote, and you know Thurman Thomas, and then all of a sudden it says 
Bills Broncos on the 25th year of Monday Night Football and the helmets clash, right? And I'm thinking, holy cow, 25 years. It's been longer since then than that game was when Monday Night Football had started. So now it's been almost 30 years since then, another 29. It's 54 years since, since then. That 90, uh, the, um, for Monday Night Football, it's been 29 years since that, that 94 game, which is it's wild. And here they are. And anyway, so let me go back to the 1994 season. And the reason I say you hope it's not a parallel to that for Bills fans. They beat the Broncos that night, 27-20. All right, Bills 3-1. and one. They're looking good. And then all of a sudden, they just start rotating wins-losses. Lose, win, lose, win, lose. And they lose a couple in a row. And actually, they went up missing the playoffs. The Bills missed the playoffs that year. It was the year after they had the, the four Super Bowl run. They missed the playoffs. They go 7-9. and nine. They lose their last three games. They were sitting at 7-6, and six, had a chance. They lose their last three games. They go 7-9. and nine. And what I remember about that year was they play the Patriots late in the year. So I'm looking at the schedule now. That was week 16. And Bill Parcells, after the game, kind of comes out. The Bills lose 41-17. to And Bill Parcells comes out after the game. And he's like, I just have so much respect for the Bills organization. They've had a great run here. And it kind of was like Parcells telling everybody, like, we all know it's over. Which is interesting. They actually, the next year, they went back to the playoffs and they crushed Miami, right? So they had a bounce back year. But I remember that year where the talking points surrounding the team going into the year were, oh, windows closing. This team's getting older. I don't know if they can keep it up. And then they looked pretty good. And then all of a sudden, it just went south on them. They're out. They lose. And then Parcell's basically telling the world, like, he's giving lots of reverence to the Bills and to Ralph Wilson and talking about Wilson, how much he respects him and the Bills organization and Marv Levy and everything. But he also, his tone was basically, yeah, it's over. We all know it. And they've had a great run. And it was true, right? And then the Bills bounce back. 95, they go to the playoffs. 96, they go to the playoffs. Kelly retires. We know what happened. 99, I mean, they had some opportunities. And then we have the playoff drought. You hope it's not the same kind of repeat where we're, we're in this space. Now, the difference between now and then, to give you more optimism, if I can, on this Monday, that was also the end of the road for, you know, Jim Kelly and... Not necessarily for Thurman, he had a few years left, but they, they, those guys have been around a while. Um, Josh Allen's just in his prime now. He's entering his prime. Totally different situation there. And, you know, you, you feel you feel kind of the same angst, I think, you did back in 94, if you're going to draw that parallel to this Monday night game, and that was week number four, and you know, here we are in week number 10. You feel the same kind of angst, but, you know, there's still a lot of football left to play, and I think we know that this team can be better. I think back then it was like, I think we were all kind of holding on like, oh, this is it, this is it. I think now it's like, hey, what's going on? This shouldn't be it. Like, you should be better than what you have been. You shouldn't have a 5-4 and four record. The offense shouldn't be as inconsistent as it is. And that's kind of where we are today, right? We're waiting for this team to jump back into what they were and what they can be and what they should be. And we haven't seen it fully yet. We've seen it for a game here, a game there. We saw it two weeks ago against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But we haven't completely seen it yet. And I think that's what people are waiting on tonight against the Denver Broncos. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Extra Point Show. It's Sal Capaccio. And it's a it's a Monday. So you know what we do on Mondays. Still going to take your calls. It's a bit of a different Monday, though. It's not a reaction Monday. So it's just not going to be all phone calls today. We'll have some guests. I'll get to that in a second. But still welcoming your calls. 803-0550. What's your level of panic right now? I know that after the game, if the Bills lose, it will be on full, full tilt, full throttle panic. We all get that. But right now, you're kind of confident they're going to know what they're going to settle in. They're going to do this. They'll they'll take care of business tonight and probably against the Jets next week. They're going to be seven and four. 
Or are you like, oh my gosh, like I am really nervous. Like this could go south in a hurry and it could start with tonight. I'd like to get your thoughts on that. I also want to dive into yesterday and games yesterday and results yesterday. I had an interesting debate and discussion with Jeremy and Joe this morning. And I've also been reflecting on the way I've looked at it. And I, I still, I don't want to change my position, but I think I understand why now I have my position, which is different than them. And I'll get to that in a second. So we'll do all that today on a Buffalo football Monday on the Extra Point Show. Presented by Catholic Health. Catholic Health, the right way to care. By Northwest Bank. For what's next, get started at northwest.com. By Speed Global. Around the corner or around the world, Speed delivers. We'll still have all of our Monday normal elements and segments like we do. Our electric play of the game, it'll come from yesterday. Extra Point from the sidelines. Our injury update going into tonight. And our red zone stats looking ahead to tonight's game between the Bills and the Broncos. And as always on a Monday... We are streaming live on the WGR Facebook page. Now, a little bit different today. If you go to the WGR Facebook page, you should do this. I'm actually in Studio Capaccio today. I am not in Amherst. I'm in Studio Capaccio. And you can see the background is a little bit different. But if you watch, it's always game day in Buffalo with Matt Bove and me. This is exactly what you see. This is where I do Studio Capaccio. And we do the podcast. And where I'm coming at you today. Just a little bit easier with the schedule going on today. What I got to do for me to be here in this setting, but it still works out the same for you on the Facebook page. So check it out. WGR 550 on Facebook. You can go to facebook.com slash WGR 550 live on Facebook. Hello. You can comment. I can't see your comments. I can't, I guess, but I'm not going to be replying to them. So you can kind of talk amongst each other. This is Studio Capaccio. I'm here. Josh doing a great job back at the studio. So we're doing all of our normal Monday stuff today. And speaking of Matt Bove, who I do the Always Game Day in Buffalo podcast with, which is also on video. He's going to be joining me at 11.05. The game will be on Channel 7 tonight, WKBW. Matt is the sports director at Channel 7. We'll talk about that. We'll look ahead to tonight's game. He'll preview it with me. We'll talk about what they have going on on that side of things on TV leading into the game as well. So Matt joins me at 11.05. At 10.30, it's Brandon Cristal. Brandon, uh, radio in Denver, always always a pleasure to talk to him. Uh, got to know him a few years ago at the owners' meetings, and him and I have... Uh, kind of maintained uh, contact and relationship whenever the Bills and Broncos or even the Avalanche, and we've had things. I think we had him on even, Josh, what's the uh, Colorado team in lacrosse? The Mammoth, right? The, the yes. Mammoth? yep. I think we had Brandon on when the Bandits were playing the Mammoth to talk about football and to talk about the Mammoth and the Bandits, which was really cool. So, Brandon, because he, he's into lacrosse too. So, anyway... It's a long way of saying Brandon's going to join me at 1030. We're going to preview everything from the Broncos side of things. Speaking of the Broncos, here's an interesting tidbit. The Broncos came into Buffalo Saturday night. So normally when a team travels to a game, and I know it can change and we can talk about that. When a team travels to a game, they travel the night, the day before the game. Like, I know traveling with the Bills for the last 10 years, and I know the way most teams do it. Generally, you travel in and you arrive in the city you're playing the day before the game at about dinner time, 4 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 5 o'clock, somewhere in there, 4 o'clock, let's say. And then the next day, you get up, you get on the bus, you go to the game, it's a 1 o'clock game, or even if it's a night game, you wait all day, you have a walkthrough, you do that. Then as soon as the game is over, no matter where you are, no matter where you're playing, no matter what time it is, it could be a 1 o'clock game, a 4 o'clock game, an 8.15, 8.20 game, whatever. As soon as the game is over... You do all the interviews, you pack up, you get on your buses, the bus go to the airport, you get on the plane, you go back home. The Broncos did a little bit different this time. Now, it's not completely foreign to say a team from the West Coast is coming east on a day early. 
That's happened. I haven't heard about it too much when they have night games, though. Generally, you do it when you have an afternoon game to kind of get acclimated a little bit so you're not completely stiff when you wake up in the morning and you know, you're getting it on Saturday at 4 or 5 for a 1 o'clock Sunday game. Sometimes you come in on Friday for those. So it's not completely foreign for the Broncos in this situation to come to Buffalo on a Saturday before a Monday game. But it is a night game. So they've been here really for, they'll be here for about 48 hours before they, before it kicks off. Because the other interesting part of that is they didn't get here until about 10 o'clock on Saturday night. They got here about 10 o'clock on Saturday night. This isn't, by the way, just throw your hands up and say, what do we do? This is Sean Payton who's very deep into the sports science and the sleep science and how he plans out. But what I find even more interesting, which really has no impact on the game, I guess, but it is super interesting. The Broncos are not leaving right after the game. They're going back to their hotel here in Western New York, and then they're staying the night and flying back to Denver on Tuesday. So I'm guessing that's Sean Payton's way for next week to be ready. Now, remember, they did have a bye week this week, so it made it easier for them to do this. But in the other part about, about it is, you know, Peyton, he's into all this. You know what else he did? Kind of pulling a uh, out of the Sean McDermott playbook, like getting ready for everything. They actually painted the Bills logo on their practice field back in Denver this week. Like to get them used to seeing that and what the environment's going to be. You can't replicate the entire environment. Remember when Sean McDermott had Renegade playing at practice before the Bills played the Steelers back in 2019? And like that was when you had the... Uh, this thing is 2019, I think it was, right? And you had uh, Matt Barkley waving the t- waving the jacket on the side, and everybody was jacked up for it because they were so ready for it. Peyton's kind of similar, where he just kind of tries to plan for everything. So the Broncos flew in Saturday night. They've been getting acclimated. They've been here for, by the time the game kicks off, a little less than 48 hours. And then right after the game, they're going to go back to the hotel, stay overnight, fly back to Denver on Tuesday, get ready for their game next week. I just find that interesting. I don't know if it has any impact in the game. We've talked a lot about travel when it comes to London, it comes to Germany, all these ways that teams go about it. You know, I the the Chiefs went to Germany at the same same kind of way the Bills went to London, and they beat the Dolphins. The Dolphins were there a lot earlier than the Chiefs. Chiefs were there on Monday, stayed all week essentially. The Chiefs went on Thursday night into Friday. They won. I'm not sure exactly. I don't remember what the Colts or Patriots did, but I, I don't know. I, I think that it just it can matter. It doesn't have to matter, though. What matters is how you play that day, and there could be a lot of reasons why you play a certain way, not a certain way. Anyway, a little tidbit on the Broncos, how they're treating this week. It's a big game for them. You hear the quotes coming out. You see the quotes. They are very, very healthy. They are very much of belief that they're still in this thing at three and five, and they're coming to Buffalo ready to show that what they've done the last few weeks is no fluke. The Bills have to be ready too. And the messaging coming out of one Bills drive is a sense of urgency. We all hear that. We all see that. We all feel that. That's what they need. Tonight, big, big game for the Buffalo Bills. If they drop another game to go to five and five, it's going to be very, very difficult to make the playoffs. That's the reality. Very difficult. If they can get to six and four, they're back into a playoff spot. They're still not 50% necessarily to make the playoffs, but it's looking better. And then they have the Jets next week, who you think, okay, at home against that offense, you can get to seven and four. These next six days are incredibly critical for the Buffalo Bills in 2023. 8030550, 888 550 
You only need the first number. I've been doing that again. If you want to jump on board here on the Extra Point Show. Once again, Brandon Cristal joins me in about 10, 15 minutes. Matt Bove, 11 o'clock, 11.05. Pat Hammer, last weather check at 11.30. But still taking your phone calls here on the Extra Point Show on WGR. Let's go down to Chris in Virginia to start us off. Hi, Chris. You're on WGR. Hey, Sal. We're on the way, man. What's that? You're on the way. Yeah. Yeah, buddy Tom. We're coming up from Virginia. He called me this morning. He said, hey, you want to go to the game? I said, yeah. He said, you got I love two it. minutes. Let's I love go. It. <laughs> I love it. Now, hey, this hey, last minute. You... Last minute trip. Last we're, minute. We're going to make the run tonight. Got you. It's going to start. Got you, buddy. Hey, I, I, you know, I think a sense of urgency. I'm on board with you on that. The old, the old coaching adage of start fast and strong. Kind of to the point where. I'm not interested if I see it or not. It, we just it has it has to happen. It has to happen tonight. Yeah, for sure. What do you think though? You're coming up. You want to see a win. You think it will happen tonight though? I do. I do. Um, Josh Allen. I mean, he, he's going to rise to the occasion. Uh, it's been tough all year, but I, I think. I mean, you're back against the wall. You have no option right now. So I, I think Josh has a big game tonight. I, you know, I hate to make this prediction, but I think it'll be a two-score game. All right. Well, no, don't don't hate it, man. Don't hate it. Chris, be safe on the way up, okay, buddy? You and your buddy Tom. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right, buddy. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Be safe. All right, that's cool. Coming up from Virginia for the game. A lot of people come in from out of town for the games, and I know the night games are easier to drive in for, but it also makes it tougher the next day, right? You get up, you're like, ah, after the game, do you stay here? You go back. It's a school night. It's a work night. All that kind of stuff. Boy, two-score game. It'd be nice if the Bills could have one of those. I mean, the Bills, two weeks ago, looked like they were on their way against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then the Buccaneers have the ball, have a drive, which was aided by a couple penalties. The face mask call, I, I still think that was like kind of a big swing. Remember that game, the face mask call on Jordan Phillips? If you don't have that, the Bills probably walk away with, they might score again, they have the ball at midfield, but they walk away with a two-score victory. Instead, it comes down to a Hail Mary at the end of the game that the Buccaneers had an opportunity on. I mean, these games are so razor thin at any point, anything can happen. Look at yesterday. I want to talk about yesterday. I want to talk about where the standings are. Yesterday was a great day of football. A great day of football. I don't get a chance to watch Sunday games a lot, right? I mean, even when, like last week, Bills are playing Sunday night. But, you know, there's a lot of work to do, things to prepare for, and then you got to get to the stadium and so I can't really watch a lot of it. I'm checking in on it. Yesterday was a little different. When the Bills play either Monday night or Thursday night or have a bye, I get to watch a little more football. And I was, so what I do is I put red zone, here's how I do it. Here, I don't have, um, Josh, I don't have NFL Sunday ticket. Do you have it? I do not. The reason I don't have it, I would love it. I used to have it when I wasn't living in Buffalo. The reason I don't have it is, I would never be able to watch all the games. Like, I'm not going to pay for it if I'm never home. You know what I mean? So I do not have it. You're probably in the same boat. you got to work sometimes, so it's kind of not worth it for you, right? Yeah, I mean, with the new shift, I haven't been working as much of these night right. games. So, like, that's been nice. But most of my friends have, like, we all have ways to stream it. So one night we'll be at their I house you. and, you know, we there just you bounce go. around. I hear you. So that's what I did, though. What I do, Josh, is I put whatever game is locally on. Yesterday it was Green Bay-Pittsburgh. Uh, and what was the other game that was on? I can't remember now. Then oh, Browns, Browns, Ravens, and then I put my computer on Red Zone, and I put it in front of me, and I just kind of watch all the highlights. So if there's something's going on, and I can switch. Sometimes I flip it the other way. 
my wife hates when I watch Red Zone. She's like, oh, my God, it bounces around too much. Can you put one game on? <laughs> she, she loves watching football. She's like, I can't do it that way. So I, I put the game the game on the regular TV and then Red Zone on the computer. Anyway, watching through yesterday, and it, all these games were kind of close in the beginning. You're like, yeah, you know, maybe maybe Houston can make a game of it. Bam, look what happened to that game. Fourth quarter, incredible. Green Bay, how does Pittsburgh keep doing it? Pittsburgh, again, with another win. You figured they'd probably win against a pretty poor Green Bay team, but Green Bay had their opportunities. They missed the field. They missed the extra point. Comes down to the end, and then they need a touchdown because of that. They can't convert. They can't do it. Pittsburgh with another victory. Um, boy, the the Ravens Browns game was awesome. Fourth quarter was incredible. Ravens blow another fourth quarter lead. They've done that a few times. Browns come back. They win. So where does it leave the standings right now? As of this very moment, okay. As of this very moment, with the Bills only playing nine games not playing their 10th game yet. The Bills are in ninth in the AFC. They have the ninth seed. Of course, only the top seven make the playoffs. If the Bills win the game, they will go into the seventh spot because seven and eight are Houston and Cincinnati, both five and four. The Bills will go to six and four. Bills will get to the seventh spot. If the Bills win, they also be six and four. And the Miami Dolphins at six and three, the Bills would be essentially a half game behind them. They have the head-to-head. I'm still looking at the division for them to make the playoffs. New York Times playoff machine, if you look at that, 35% chance. And that went down because of yesterday's results. And I had a interesting discussion and debate with Jeremy and Joe this morning about yesterday, whether they were good results or bad results for the Bills. And what I said, and I believe this, if you think yesterday was a bad day for the Bills, totally fine. I could totally see it. Then I think you are more of the, it's going to be a grind they have to have all they have to have all the help they can get just to get to the seventh or the sixth seed and just get in. And that is perfectly logical and reasonable. If you think that yesterday was a good day for the Bills, then you're thinking they're gonna be okay. They're gonna write this ship. They're gonna be in it in the end. Let's try and still get the dare I say it? One seed. I know. Hold on. Hold on. I know. And maybe that's where I was. See, I'm still, because I'm an optimistic person at heart, like I'm still thinking the one seed is in play. I am. I know. How can you, Sal? Kansas City 7-2. and two. Yep, that's right. Bills still play them. You beat them, you're one game back, then you only have to have one game flip along the way. Jacksonville 6-3, and three, already lost to them. Yep, totally get it. Jacksonville also has Houston on their heels. You never know how that division winds up working out. There's a lot of football to play. Jacksonville didn't look that good yesterday. It gets a good Niners team. Pittsburgh, I mean, they could win the North. I don't know. Right now, Baltimore's ahead of them by a half game. I can't expect, I can't see Pittsburgh doing that. Then you look at Cincinnati and Houston, the tough ones. That was the one I think that you could debate. Did you want Houston to win? Did you want Cincinnati to win? If you want Cincinnati to win, you're basically resigning yourself to saying, I want Cincinnati to be, the Cincinnati can finish ahead of the Bills. We should have that happen. Don't let Houston catch you. See, I look at it the other way, though. You can, you, Cincinnati's five and four. The Bills are still ahead of them. You can't be tied with them. So let's just keep burying them. Let's make it so they can't catch the Bills. And they have that opportunity to win head-to-head. So I just think you can look at it both ways. I totally get it. I respect it. Jeremy and Joe and a lot of you think yesterday was a bad day. Look at the playoff odds. Yep, if you want to go by that, there's no doubt. I guess I'm still thinking, look, I, I don't think the one seed is out of play for any of these teams. Any of them, including the Bills. You win tonight, you're one win back of that. One win with eight games to play, right? Uh, seven games to play. One win. So, yes, and, and you would still play Kansas City. They're still on your schedule. And you'd still play Miami. They're still on your schedule. Of the teams in playoff spots right now, Kansas City's the one seed. Bills play them still. 
Baltimore's the two they do not. Jacksonville they already lost to. Miami they already beat. Pittsburgh they don't play. Cleveland they don't play. Houston they don't play. It's kind of a mixed bag there. What's hurting the Bills a lot is their conference record, of course. They're two and four. Cincinnati's one and four. Now you can't finish tied with them though, because Cincinnati already beat you. Look at Baltimore. They're four and three in the conference. One more conference loss. They're tied with the Bills in a number of conference losses. So again, maybe I'm just looking at two like I'm the optimist at heart, the eternal optimist, and thinking, okay, how can they get there and even be as high as they can? But if you're thinking, do just get the seventh seed, then yesterday was probably a bad day. And I totally understand and respect that. Brandon Cristal, KOA Denver, going to join me after this timeout. Sal Capaccio with you on the Extra Point Show on a Buffalo Football Monday. Bills Broncos tonight right here on WGR and along the Buffalo Bills radio network. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.